if they never talk about deep shit and it's surface level bullshit, even if you do got a little title on it and a picture on your Instagram, Avi, fuck no, they're wasting your motherfucking time. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I'm tired. So. back with another episode of flings and things i am moni and i'm drea and we're here with episode 48 48 she did say something earlier i want to mate. mate so that can be like literally like i want to mate like an actual partner or like i want to mate like i want to fuck it goes both ways a noun or a verb you know when you say mate that makes me want to go into like an accent like fucking australians hey mate i don't know how to do the accent though i don't know i don't think i should do the accent because i think it's like low-key like british australian american like australian sounds similar to british people but i feel like but if i said not. that they're gonna be like that's offensive sorry oh no <laughs> mate oh no mate <laughs> go for the barbecue <laughs> I don't know why you said barbecue because I didn't Bobby. Not, I was like, I don't think about Australians when I hear barbecue, but um, I thought you said that, the so. Barbie. You know, they say oh. the Bobby or whatever the fuck they say. So guys, we're here in a different setting today. We did the bedroom vibes because we'd be in the bedroom a lot. Well, at least she is, not me. Ooh, shade. Sorry. Welcome to my sex room. Ooh. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe we were listening to that song at that That's age. That's so bad. That's yeah, wild. So I mean, it's like kids nowadays listening to Pound Town, Pound Town, my coochie pink and my booty hole bound. So that shit's just gross. It is gross. But if I think about the other ones, it's like sex it's room. way more sexual. This is more Passionate. like I'm gonna fuck you and lick your asshole. Like ew. I mean, I still do that, but like with a boyfriend, of course. So I'm unwell, guys. As you can see, my hoodie. I'm repping my favorite podcaster. One day she's gonna discover us, and we're gonna be on her unwell network. Hopefully, I'm fingers crossed. Manifesting right manifesting. here. But I'm also actually unwell because uh, I started getting body aches. But she still decided to like keep me in her apartment so we could film this episode for you guys. But I don't know how my voice just came alive all of a sudden because I honestly couldn't talk earlier. Fake. Maybe or it's sickness. the tea. No, you made me a tea. I did. She put a lot of love in it with some I lemons, did. honey, and water. I did. It was makeshift, and I loved yeah. it. I'm good at taking care of people. Oh, you hint, gave me hint. a Sudafed an hour ago. It, I did. It probably kicked in. It did, and I'm good at taking care of people. Hint, hint. <laughs> so yeah, I have no updates in my life. I'm currently um, talking to somebody. Um, that's all I'm gonna say for now. So, I for I've been told that I'm a big capper. A capper, cap, cap? By but not those caps. Not those caps. Ew. Just like just a capper. And so, I'm going to come clean, y'all. Like, I've been seeing someone, but like, it's not serious. But I have been seeing someone. Yeah. I'm sure some of the people, like, the little things I've been saying, little comments, they probably caught on, but that's why I said some of us are getting bedroom action. I'm not only my um, vibrator. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So basically, Monica wasn't wrong. I am having sex a lot. A lot. Fuck, I'm a jealous. Lot. So jealous. A lot. It's <gasps> actually concerning. I'm not even going to lie. I think I've become an addict. That takes me back to about this time but last year. But it's like year. only with I'm just that kidding. one person. So. Yeah. Those are the best, yeah. though, because you get comfortable and it just gets better and better. Is it the best, though? Did I just hear a moan? You did. That was my dog. Oh, I thought She's it was been... like you're like the neighbor upstairs no. getting fucked. I was like, perfect timing. She's been quiet this whole time. And all of a sudden, now that we're talking <clears> on the bed, she wants to come up here. And that's not going to happen. 
Well, it's okay. So we got these pink lights. We're in Drea's room. Here you guys know it's where all the action happens, where we film the pornos. I'm the director. That's just what it is. I'm going to get paid good money too. Okay, so. you're actually big capping right now because that does not happen here. At least you don't film them. Well, so. I do be filming things, just not recently. Not since like March. But I do have one more update. Okay. Hello. Cut my fucking hair off, guys. I don't know how I forgot this. It's been like four days. That's why. People are gonna be eight inches. Well, seven or eight. Full dick size. I wish. Okay, ooh. I'm gonna stop there. Um, I haven't really been with too many seven to eight inch dicks, I'm gonna admit. I think I said it on an episode a while back where most of the men I've slept with have been under seven, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm not gonna say also unfortunately, because a lot of them did make me come. So, but yeah, here we are. Um, a dick size, a good healthy dick, um, shorter of my hair. It's to my bra strap now instead of my ass. You know what my dad said? Because I was like, you like it? He goes, I like it a lot. He's like, I don't know why you and your mom grow your hair out so long. And I was like, oh, gosh. Wait, is that a compliment or not? It's a backhanded Literally. compliment. And he was like, he's like, it looks good like that. You don't need it so long. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, everybody always dreams of the Rapunzel hair. And I guess that's why I had it. I don't know either. Speaking of backhanded compliments, so like, you so know, like that that crease that some girls have, like from their waist to their ass. You mean like aloha? Okay, I guess like the like your love handles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have so lots I, of it. I know. So I have that, right? Okay. And like this man told me that he he likes it, like he likes to grab onto it, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But then he goes. Ugh, if you just had a little bit more. This is in mid-fuck? No, it was after. Okay, okay. But he was still, like, grabbing it. And I'm just like, ha-ha. <laughs> and then on my freaking, what's it called? My One of my <sighs> posts I on Thanksgiving, I said something like, oh, just gained 15 pounds. You know what this man said? Oh, you did not tell me I this. I did not. You know what this man said? What did he say? Mm, more to grab. And like, it's like, okay, like, yeah, that's cute. It's coming from a good place, I think. I know. But it's like, you know, I struggle with gaining weight. Yeah. Like, don't, don't do that. Don't tell, okay, men, like, advice. Like, sometimes you want to say things like that or like, if this or, oh my God, if you just did this, like, women don't want to hear that especially if it is their insecurity if a man said man if you were just a little skinnier that's what i'm saying Uh, that's like that's like me saying oh if your dick was just longer if your dick was just a little bit more fat in my pussy if your panza was just a little less bonsai if your freaking receding hairline wasn't so far back what if your teeth were just a little bit wider if you were just five inches taller. Oh, that one. <laughs> that I gets that, them every that time. That be hurting them. That be hurting their Especially, soul. you know, those six mother, those six foot motherfuckers have it all. They know it, too. Those short kings if he know just, it. If you just had a little bit more money. Like, come on. Like, no. Like, that's not cute. Like, I'm sorry. It's not. It's, it's really, really not. not. So, guys, fun fact, I set alarms for everything in my life to stay on track, and that was uh, an alarm for work, even though I'm not working right now. So, yeah, here we are. Anyway. Moving on. 
So anyways, we don't want to be mean, but like we don't. But like you get the point. Like, it's that's just what I'm saying. it's hurtful. Like if your hair was just longer, even though that's not so, that is something you can I control, have gotten that. Though. But some people like they can have trouble growing out their hair. Oh. I know my sister has been trying to grow out her hair. Like if you, you know, dye your hair, you do highlights like it's more difficult. So like saying those kind of things like, yeah, someone's going to argue, well, I can't grow taller. That's genetics. Well, well, I've been fat I, my whole life, well, so what are you going to say to That's me? That's what I'm going to say. Well, I can't get thicker like I want to. It's genetics. So. I mean, you could say that I could get a cute pedicure, but even then it's still offensive, guys. Okay? They're going to be like, damn, women aren't happy with anything we say. It's, I mean, I think it's just men have trouble in the moment. Like trying to be like, cute. That's what I'm saying. I, like, know. I know it wasn't malicious. Oh no, but, it like, was definitely not. Don't get me wrong. Like it's it been, hurt. It's been playing in my head this whole time. Like, yeah. well, damn, if I was thicker, like, would you like wife me up? Let's well, be real here. We're always real on the pod, guys. Well, yeah, like that's one thing. That's and how then, I feel too. And then also, dating. it's like, oh, okay. Well, if I was thicker, like, yeah, you're attracted to me. But if I was thicker, what else would you do? Yeah. You no, know? I get that. Like, would you do more? Like. Just, just, just don't do that. It literally turns <laughs> into this whole cycle in your head. Because even if it yeah. like was your boyfriend, let's pretend like these are relationships, and our your own boyfriend says this. Because I technically haven't like a full on experience that, but something similar. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, oh, okay. And then you start spiraling. What if your relationship has some yeah. things that you wish they did more of? But like, it's a still a healthy relationship. Yeah. Now you start thinking, well, if I was there, maybe if I was that, he would be more obsessed with me, and maybe he would do these things and for me. And that's the point. Do like, cute little surprises, show up with flowers more yeah. often, whatever. Oh, that's so cute. I know. Sad. I've never had that. I've had you it, know, but like not often. You like know, twice ever. I had. I saw this meme that's like, "It's always where you at. Never come outside. I brought you flowers." I've had people surprise me, but it's I can count the times, so it's not like it's unlimited. I haven't really. Dude, my I old think- roommate used to have people fucking deliver shit all the time to the damn house. I'm like, damn, all these motherfuckers have my fucking address now. I think the only time I really was like really surprised and I thought it was really cute. Yeah. It was for my birthday and my boyfriend at the time. Like I opened the car door and there's a bouquet of roses Aww. and like a card. And like he wouldn't tell me where he was taking me. And like I didn't know where we were going. And like we ended up just going to like a hotel out here in San Diego. But like it was really, really sweet. That's so sweet. Yeah, that was the one and only thing that that man ever did. And the fact that, that you so remember sweet. says a lot. Yeah, because nobody else really did anything like that. So, so don't make comments is like all in all. Like I just thought of another one. Like mm-hmm. I like will talk to these guys and Dre has like this thing where she will be like, damn, his voice is not deep. So Sorry. imagine that I literally said to you, if only your voice was just a little bit deeper. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh. But we don't say that to them. We don't. I don't say and that. And I still fuck them or like them. I don't change my feelings yeah. unless they talk like a fucking but girl. But I'm that's not different. Lie, I couldn't see myself being with them. And it sucks because I wish I could look past it. But it's like, that's a voice you have to hear for the rest of your life. So I agree with that. I don't want to get too off topic like. on that. But you're actually very right. Because that's something like if you want to have conversation, like yeah. you like to converse with the person you're with and just have good communication. If you always have to hear that voice, it's going to get on your fucking nerves. It's going to be like nails on a chalkboard. So that's why I like a, like a deeper voice or like. My dad doesn't have a deep voice. I think that's why I don't care as much. Like, I don't want a girly voice, but like, I don't yeah, need that. Like, his voice. Row, is, row, row. Yeah, but his voice. I don't is know still. why I just did that. I'm sorry. Row, row, row. Row, row, row. But no, like. Hi. Your dad's <laughs> voice. My dad's not deep. You have to admit it's that. It's not, but it's not but like. But imagine him 30 years ago, though. It would have been even less deep, probably. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Oh my God, imagine him in high school. 
like when he does Spanish, like certain words, like, it's deep, but it's not like the deep like you're talking about because I know but, what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways. But like, I don't know. I just like, I just, yeah, I don't know. Well, guys, um, enough about dick um, size and men improving the way they um, fl- like try to flatter us or whatever. Yeah. We wanted to go back into friendships this episode. We told you guys there was a part two and we're here to do it. Yeah. Drea left you with a cliffhanger about some conspiracy. I have no idea what the fuck she was talking about. But I think this motherfucker's name was. It was the guy from Friends that died. Sorry, passed away. I feel like that's aggressive. Matthew Perry. Yeah. What happened? So, like, they basically found him in a pool, I think. Like a swimming pool? I believe so. Okay. I mean, that's what a pool is, right? Well, I didn't know if it was like a pool of blood. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to like make over this here, a scary Ms. story. Over here, Miss Dexter. Love okay. Dexter. So he said that uh, he wrote a, a book and he said in the book that if he were ever in trouble that he would post like or like call out to Batman or something like that. What? Well, in his. Oh, like the concept. Yeah. Yeah. So like in a couple of his posts of, on Instagram. He literally said, and I can pull them up, I believe. Matthew Perry. Yeah. Does he it, still have a, I feel like when people pass away, do you like delete their Instagram to get deleted or not like, really? Huh? No, not really. It's actually kind of interesting. I don't know how to explain it, but he started posting. <clears throat> oh, shit. Like, I don't know if y'all see. I, I'm sure you guys already heard it by now, but he started I posting heard this. the Batman sign. Oh, and he, and he goes, do you know what I mean? Wait, so the book was when? Do you know when it was made, though? Was it recent or was it a while ago, like years ago? Do you know? I don't know all of that, but I do know that he also posted, Sleep well, everyone. I've got the city tonight, Batman, and he posted the Batman sign again. Okay, that's concerning. And he did You're that. actually scaring me. He literally did this this whole time, and I'm look. Like, he did it on a bunch of his posts that he needed help, and then this was the last post. You guys, I don't know if you guys can see. 2022. So that's actually yeah. very recent, guys. That was literally so a year ago that he posted this was or he wrote that. The last post and he was found dead in that same swimming pool that same day. So did they do you know what it was declared? Was it a suicide or did they say yeah. he was Oh it was, oh that's really sad. But I don't think it was a suicide. I didn't know. He said if he was, was he looking. said if he was ever in trouble that he would be posting the Batman sign. And he did multiple times. Do you think that people also do that to like stay in like people's mouths like their name is always coming up after they die i know like i'm not saying it's not <laughs> true but i'm just kind of like yeah but like for what you're not even there to hear it but it's just interesting to me because like i get that but like if so many people would have read that book like why was nothing done like i'm just confused because people were like confused as to why this is happening like what's going on what's you know so you couldn't ask for help so he did that yeah i mean when you're famous there's things that go behind closed doors that people don't talk about and if they do talk about it they're not really talked about again so i guess this is my question because you're getting to these more so like let's pretend there was like a group of people he was in trouble with Mm -hmm. if they were like targeting him wouldn't they have possibly heard that he said that in the book and then see him doing that so like is that kind of what you're getting at is that that's why they killed him because he was already starting to like tread thin waters yeah. or something yeah fuck that's scary or the same thing like there's a conspiracy with jamie fox right now what's going like, on like he's being accused for assault that happened eight years ago by just rubbing on a woman but he just came back from a coma so like there's a conspiracy saying like they try to take him out and now they're trying to de de like fragmentize his name because he lived and survived the coma 
Shit. Yeah, there's like a lot of things. I mean, obviously they're conspiracies for a reason, but I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you that like Hollywood is an evil, evil place for sure. You've definitely said that before too. Mm-hmm. There's some shit going on and lots of sin. It's more than sin. <laughs> sin is the least of so your worries. Satanic devil. Yeah, it's really, people? it's really um, satan- yeah, it's really that. And I mean. Yeah. Even like you just walking around in Hollywood, like some people may feel it, and some people may not, but like you can just see certain shit that you don't see on a regular basis. And you're like, what yeah. the heck? Why is this here? And like people just act like it's a normal thing. And to me, that's that's not normal. But there's a lot of crazy things. I know people that have been to celebrities' homes and certain things happened in those homes and they never went back again and they left i know like rituals like people have told me that they've gone to people's homes and like they're doing rituals and like sacrifices and all this shit and like it just feels eerie when you walk in or like i don't want to put people's business out there but yeah well yeah so I have a small group of friends. Um, I want to kind of go back to that, actually. So yeah. um, last episode, I listened back to it, and I was in my little passionate little venting stages. And um, I said I only had, like, two friends, and I feel bad because I have more than two friends. And I hope They those... called you out, didn't you? No, but I thought, like, damn, if they do listen to these episodes, like they should because they're my friends. <clears throat> that was not shade. Um, I hope they didn't feel, like, offended. Unless they were like, no, I'm definitely one of the friends. And so, like, they just didn't realize, like... I was missing some people. I think that's embarrassing. <laughs> I would say I would be embarrassed. I definitely have at least seven friends. Oh yeah, but best friends like super close, like know my deepest darkest secrets, mm-hmm. like two. Oh yeah, same here. Yeah, you and um my girl Tanya. She and I have been like best friends since. And eighth grade, ninth grade, like it's been already ten years, over ten years. And then you have like those friends that you're good friends. Like yeah. I have another friend. I basically would call her my best friend, but we yeah. don't talk every day. And like we kind of like lost touch for a couple Same years. Here. And now she's back in my life, and I'm super thankful. And I was just talking to my mom about that the other day because I was good. like, she's such a good person. Like I love her. Yeah. And then I have newer friends that I made, and I they are such good people and that's why like i want to keep them in my life because character means so much to me and i think i lacked that in my last friendship that did not end well in phoenix like i did not want to look like i'd known her for so long so like i just when you know someone sometimes you're like oh it's just them right yeah but i realized there was things that she was doing that were not done to me at the time so i was like just kind of ignoring it and i started to see more of like a different side that i didn't like and then I did react to it, and then, like, it literally just escalated, so, like, a month later. I kind of want to go to that, too. Like, you're talking about someone's character, right? How they treat other people. Oh, yeah, and for like, sure. if your friend's always doing certain things, it's like, I think another like, thing that, like, talks about someone's character is how much they, like, let's say, like, they take you somewhere to, like, an outing, and they yeah. invite you. Like, let's say I invite you, like, with me and my group of friends. Yeah. And you don't know anybody there, and, like, it's just all my friends. Mm-hmm. You're going to hold yourself to a different standard because you don't want to make you don't want to embarrass me or you don't want to make me look bad or you don't want to make me look a certain way i've actually hung out with people before that really don't give a fuck about that and when i i've like taken them to these outings they just act a fool okay and it like puts a bad taste of my friends in other people's mouths yeah and like 
that to me does say something about someone's character. So also I, I agree to with an that. extent, but yeah, the only thing I would say different, I hundred percent agree with that. And I've actually never had to deal with that. So I don't have experience with that. Mm-hmm. But I think what I was getting at more is like, take you out of the picture. Oh yeah. How no, do no, they no, I know. act in real life? Like this person, I'm not going to go into it too much. Cause a lot of people who are listening, know I know what I'm talking about, but like, she was like trying to sleep with people that were in relationships. Like she was using people for money, knowing damn well that she didn't need that. I understand that. Me. Okay. So that's what I mean is like, I didn't see that because she was my friend. And then I'm like, Mm -hmm. then I got backstabbed and I was like, this was her character with other people. Yeah. They weren't important people, but like, I think, I think where I was coming from too, is more like how they also act with you, you know, like when it comes to certain settings like that too. Yeah. I think that's, I think, yes, if it's reoccurring, because people do, like, if it's a reoccurring issue, which we've talked about before, that's different. (laughs) But if it's, like, a one-time thing, I do give people a pass if they're my friend, depending on how serious it is, and try to seek to understand what's going on. Do you have an alcohol problem? Are you going, like, somebody just passed away in your life? Like, is something going on? This is a one-time thing that I'm going to confront you. Like we said last episode, Mm -hmm. communication. This bothered me. This was unacceptable. And I don't appreciate that if you're my friend. Yeah. But I think there's certain things where people draw the line. Like, they cross a line where you can't go back from. Yeah. It's like common sense. Like, why would you do this if you care about me? No matter how angry you are with me. The only thing, there's only two things I can think of right away that I would cut somebody off without explanation. (laughs) And there's probably more than two. But the two things that come to mind you sleep with my partner or you kill somebody I love. Yeah. Those are like the two things where it's like, I don't even need to know why. I don't want to hear it. That's it. It's over. Everything else, it's going to bother me, but I want to understand why you chose to do what you did. Okay. And like, I might cut you off. Okay. Like hypothetically speaking. Okay. What if on. I, what if it was me and I like, we're in like the freaking jungle or something and it was like survival of the fittest and I had a pick to save you or somebody else. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Obviously, I'm gonna save you, but fuck the person. Like, is somebody we both love? Like, you yes. And now I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be fucked. Like, but let's say, like, I really couldn't, cause I, if I don't save one of y'all, I die, and we all die. And then, like, let's say I end up saving you. Like, are you gonna hate me forever? Like, no. But I could see how like resentment could happen. That's what I'm saying. Because that's true. Because honestly, what if it was one of those things where it's like, why? Okay, let's pretend it was my child. Oh shit, bitch! And like you love me so much, and you know that I can make another child. But at the same time, that's my child. Like I wouldn't hate you, I but know. I could never look at you the same. I mean, why did you save me and not my baby? And you'd be like, you can make another baby. I need you in my life. Like you're the most important no, person. But that, I honestly, but what if you did though? Let's I know. Just say honestly, I might probably would be like Sayonara. But you have I to, love you, Moons. But, no, but you have to think your, about it this your way. Your child has more life to live. Okay, so that's where my next. This is a good transition to a topic <laughs> I was not going to go into, but you just reminded me. What happens when your partner, which us, because we're women, we're pregnant, and the doctor says it's your wife's life or the baby? And you know how many times the man will say, save my wife's life because you can have another kid? And that's not the same thing because that person's already like born. But my point is, is like it's the same concept, similar where like somebody like I've seen these TV shows and the women are like, no, save save the the baby. baby. But if it was me, I know that sounds fucked up, guys. And maybe I'm not one to speak because I haven't Mm -hmm. actually given birth or been a full pregnancy. But if I had the love of my life in a healthy relationship and it was the first baby, I think I would be like, I understand, like, I'm going to save me. See, so that's hard because. Yeah. The reason why I say that is because as a... Mm, it's hard, huh? 
you have a human growing inside of you that you become so attached to. Yeah. That it be, it's like it's literally the, to the start of uh, an unconditional love, and like I don't know how to explain it, but save the baby over me any day, and like I yeah, you say that now until you have something growing. If I had other of you. kids, yes. If I did not though, if there was no other siblings, but it, I'm gonna tell you right now, if you do that and then the baby, like whatever happens, it it may put a strain on your relationship too. That's if the husband. That's if the husband wants the opposite. But usually, it's not the case. What I've seen in media. I'm also gonna be honest with you. What about? I'm not like. Think about your situation. Mm -hmm. Think about if you're not, and that's why I said keyword: healthy, happy, romantic relationship. If you're with a toxic ass person, do you think I'm gonna think even twice about bringing a child into this world and dying and leaving it behind with that person? No. Fuck no. And I don't care. You have parents. All those legal battles is going to be miserable on everybody, like trying to take it away from this person who's an evil person. What if they're a pedophile? I don't fucking know. I'm not leaving my baby with somebody that I don't fucking trust or love. So, yes, it depends on that. I also still can't talk because I've never done it. <laughs> but I think I would take those factors because like love of my life. We're young parents. It's the first baby. The family hasn't been created yet. It's going to be hard. I'll be devastated. I'll be depressed. But if my husband's like, I want you here, we're going to make a family. Don't worry. I'm going to say, okay, no matter how hard it is. But if I have three other kids, I might say save the baby. But my husband might argue, we need you to see, take care of the family. Like, I can't let you. You can't leave me. I don't know. It's making me even getting sad, honestly, thinking about it. Because I hope I never have to go um. through that. But. I feel like there's a lot of just circumstances. There are a lot of circumstances, but I'll tell you right now, when during that time, you do not think straight and you do not think this logical like you're thinking right now. I think now. that's why the husband always is like very like, if I've seen like, I know they're fake like things, like, but they're obviously yeah. real encounters in real life. And I feel like a lot of the time you see the husband like, you're not thinking straight. However, like, you need to think about I everything. will say, because this does happen in the OR, mm -hmm. a lot of the time, it is hard to save both when in that situation. That was my next thing. What if it's not guaranteed? And this is another thing. Even though you say save the mom, not the baby, sometimes the mom is so far gone, we can't save her no matter what, mm -hmm. that the baby is the only thing we can save. So that's different circumstances. This would be like in the situation of you actually, it's but one that, or the other. But I'm telling you, that happens a lot more than what you're what you're saying. Mm. well that's different if you can't make it you can't make it if i'm gonna die anyways i'm gonna say save the baby that's why i'm saying that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about like you literally have the choice it's either her or this person the baby because like if you do that at that point i would say let me go why are you gonna focus on me when i'm already going are you talking more like early stages of pregnancy i don't know honestly i'm not really trying to be that, that specific it i know more of the concept i'm just saying because usually that happens later like during while you're giving birth i know my parents so. if they were there too they'd be like fuck no you're saving her like yeah. i already know, I know. like because everyone around you is like it, i know it's so that's where emotions and logic play such yeah. a huge role like you, you're going to leave your partner to raise lives. Like, what if they can't even afford? Like, there's just so yeah. many things to consider, even though it's so emotional. But that is not what we're here to talk about today. And it's kind of sad. We did that pregnancy episode, and that was, like, a really hard one to talk about. And I think eventually I do want to have somebody else on here, too, mm -hmm. that can, like, speak to that. But basically, Drea was hypothetical was a good one because it's true. What if, um, you know, she chose to uh, kill... Somebody I loved. So it goes back to that. Um, friends, guys, <laughs> if they do things, you have to decide. 
Do you want them in your life? Do friendships to you, have you ever been in a friendship that you would do anything to save? That you ever felt like that hardcore, like dedication, like you would do anything in your power to save it? The same feeling that you feel when you're in a toxic relationship and you're mm-hmm. trying so fucking hard to keep that person there. Yeah, you. Okay, aside from me, I don't count on blood. Oh, no. I don't think I have and either. And I think the reason being is because like a lot of my efforts have not been reciprocated in friendships too. Yeah. So like I'm kind of just like, well, if you don't want to make the effort, if you don't want to do that, then that's okay. We just don't need to be as close. Like I don't choose to. Okay. I choose to distance myself. Yeah. But in the beginning, I don't choose that the other person ends up choosing it because they don't reach out. They don't call when like the thing is our friendship is a two way streak. And I feel like people forget that a lot. And I feel like, you know, there are some people in this world that are okay with being the friend that gets hit up all the time. And they don't hit up anybody. They don't call anybody. They don't. Sh- they don't. Nothing. They I don't think that's check like a up on everybody. Thing. But that it is, and I don't think that's right. I don't think that's a person that knows even how to be a friend, to be honest. And I do know people like that, and like obviously they're not in my life anymore. But like, yeah, yeah. And I realized that those friendships only stayed so long and so tight because of me. I do want to readdress that the fact that I agreed with you on that mm-hmm. because I do have good friends that listen to this and I don't want them to take it a wrong take it the wrong way but I'm here to be completely honest. Yeah. And I think they actually knowing my really good friends, I feel like they are going to understand and agree with us when I yeah. kind of explain myself. So I have two really good friends and one of them I've been friends with since I was like 11. I wasn't even 12 yet cuz it was 6th grade we didn't we had not turned 12. And um I love her to death. Like, mm-hmm. if I was with her and we were stranded, and like, I would die for her. Like, I honestly yeah. would. Like, in that that circumstance. However, I can honestly sit here, and I think this is where like the self reflecting comes in of a lot of like the toxic shit we've been through. I can honestly say that I've never felt that I might fight as hard as I fought in that first toxic relationship in high school. I fought so hard to keep that man. I don't even want to call him a man because he was literally a fucking boy, a fool. I worked so hard to keep that alive. I, at that time, in that moment, my mental health was so shot that I literally would have done anything to keep him. Yeah. I was going crazy. And I know a lot of you women out there will will be able to understand. And I know there are men. That one relationship, whether you were young or you're an adult, and you don't be embarrassed if it was when you were an adult, because I can honestly say I've experienced it a little bit when I was an adult. Yeah. You love them so much that you almost felt suicidal when they left you. Yeah. You felt like you didn't want to be here anymore and you felt so much pain that you would have done anything to bring them back and have them love you again. So going back to that, I don't think I've ever felt that about a friend. And when I say that is like if my friend told me I don't want to be friends with you anymore, would I cry? Yes. Would I be hurt? Yes. Would I probably think about it for the rest of my life? Yes, I would actually. Um, And I sometimes don't know what I would do without these friends that I'm talking about or have in my life. However, do I think I would feel the same way of being suicidal, being fucking psychotic? No. No. And I think that's where the friendship 
love is different than romantic. And that's kind of not what I'm making about this point, though, is I've seen and maybe it's just media. Like I said, I watch a lot of TV and movies and maybe this is very naive for me to say, but I feel like there are women and men, probably more women because we're more emotional, who have that one best friend who is not their blood, who is literally their everything and they are tied and glued at the hip since childhood. They do everything together, like everything, like they are codependent friends. And I can honestly say that no matter how close I was with my best friend growing up, we were not codependent on each other. I don't have that. We weren't always with each other 25A. I wasn't at like, I think it's also Mm. when one friend, have you? I don't know, because me and my friend, you know who I'm talking about, she yeah. and I, I would go to her house every day. And that's, I feel like different, though. I'm talking like, about, like, years of that. Yeah, all throughout high school for four years straight. I went to her house every day until I moved to L.A. Almost. Almost every day. At okay. least three, four times a week. Okay. I would go to her house, or, like, she would come with me and my family to go to dinner. Okay. What I'm saying is there's friends that are literally glued at the hip. They do yeah. everything. They take the same classes together. They do everything. They yeah. cannot breathe without each other. Okay, I've never had that. I've Yeah. Okay. That's fine. High school's fine. I'm talking about like childhood for like no. 10 plus years. There's like people that they never stop being friends like that. Like yeah. even when they're married, they're still literally not leaving each other's side. Yeah, it's a little weird to me though. But that's what I'm getting at here. But I'm not going to lie. I've seen this on media and I've sometimes I've wanted that. Yeah, I have to. I've never had like my best friend is my best friend. We did do that, too. But I don't count that because it wasn't every living moment breathing. Like we didn't yeah. decide every life decision. That's true. Oh, we're moving out together. Like every Let's, little yeah, life yeah. decision had to revolve. You around still had your person. individuality. Yes. And I that's get that. what I'm getting at. We completely did. Like we didn't dress the same. We like we listen to the same music, but like we didn't. We were not obsessed with each other. And I've I get seen that. girls that are like that. And I always thought like, damn, like sometimes I used to feel like years ago, like I wish I had that girlfriend that literally was sleeping at my house every day, like always there, like even as an adult, like just always there. But yeah. like I realized like it's actually not better. Realistic, yeah, though. And it's better not to. I don't think it is. I don't think it's healthy. That's what I'm saying. It's better for them not to. Yeah. And I think. But what I'm, I know I got like a little straight away, but that's kind of what I'm getting as like, I don't think I've experienced that, but I don't think that's wrong to say that because yeah. I don't know how healthy it is to have a best friend that like you feel that attached to and codependent. Like, I don't think codependency is healthy for any kind of relationship. I guess yeah, I should say. I don't either. I just don't think for a partnership, for a marriage, for anything like to be completely codependent on someone you cannot breathe. And that is the key word completely because in a relationship, especially are, in yes. a romantic one, I better be able to depend on you for something. Correct. And vice versa, because I think that's a big thing. But if you don't know how to function, and we've yes. said, I've, actually, I've said this on yes. another episode. I had a whole little spiel about functioning. If you cannot function without your significant other there, you don't know how to pay the bills, you don't know how to drive a car, you don't know how to cook, you don't know how to do anything without that person, you don't know how to leave the house and do errands, like you literally depend on that person for everything. I don't think that for anyone that's healthy. So I know that's not healthy, but I feel like Mm -hmm. when I was in a toxic relationship, it wasn't like that. I had individuality, but in those moments, the emotional distress of like, I cannot be without them. Mm -hmm. I've never had that for a friend. I've only had that, not even a family member. I mean, maybe with my parents, but like my parents never left me. So I have not experienced that feeling, but like 
for a friend i don't know if that's even like is that healthy like i would want to ask people out there like is that considered healthy like do we all strive to have that one best friend that you literally can't live without like i don't want to say that i can't live without my friends i can and i don't want to ever but it's Mm -hmm. kind of one of those things where it's like are you gonna literally go through the earth's ends to save it like have you ever had someone have your back so much at every fucking moment of your entire life of all the chapters you've gone through that you literally would save it just as much as you would save your fucking husband but i think this is the thing too and i don't mean to cut you off sorry no you're fine i think it's more to like (laughs) um i feel like you and i are the type of people and i feel like other women can relate Mm -hmm. we don't tell everything to everybody Okay. Even if we are super close to somebody, we don't allow that person to have our back because we want to handle it ourselves. Okay. You're actually completely right on that. So, like, because <clears throat> I was just thinking, I was like, well, you have my back and I have yours. But that's, like, after the fact because that's after we told each other what really happened. True. Not in that moment. Not in that moment. Do I know that you would have my back in the moment? Oh, you 110%. And I and vice versa, I would hope so. I hope you know that. But we just aren't those type of women to, like, disclose all of that. I'm thinking, like, also, too, you know, like, life happens, right? Yeah. Like, if, but let's pretend in a perfect world we all lived near each other and mm-hmm. we didn't have life happening as adults, which is not mm-hmm. realistic, but... No. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be able to call that person to be there at that moment and leave whatever the fuck they're doing to come to me? That's another thing. Leave whatever is going on to come to my side in that moment. And that's what I mean by unconditional attachment, uh, codependency as a friendship. So the problem with that is I've done that before in a a romantic relationship. Okay, yeah. I have freaking done that before. I've literally left work. I won't do that in a romantic relationship. Dude, it was horrible. I literally left work because this man could not deal with whatever the fuck he was dealing with. Or he just wanted me home and was having anxiety. Or like, it was bad. And thankfully, but thankfully, I had a job where I was able to do that. I was able to be like, hey, I gotta go home. And they let me every time. <clears throat> yeah. If there was no question, no nothing. But if I had the job I have now, would not be able to do that. I was going to say, let me go backwards. Cause I sound like a fucking bitch, like another no, good don't. partner. No, no but don't. okay. We're talking like serious things. Of course, I'm fucking yes. leaving work. But I'm yes. talking about just in general. Like She's talking want, about like my little things. Or like, like, I want you there. Or like, oh my God, like. I don't even know scenarios. I've never dated people that dude, are me. I'm going to tell you, like, it's bad. And. I think that's why I'm so big on somebody having their own life. Like, I'm huge on that. Like, please. (laughs) This probably sounds so bad and people are probably going to be like, damn, you don't want your partner around you at all. It's not that. But please, baby, please go have your own life. Go be with your friends. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, please go out. (laughs) Go out. Have fun. I don't care. Come home to me. But go out and have fun. Like, I am so huge on that, and, like, I love that. I want that so bad because I have had the exact complete opposite that most women may want. I feel like a lot of women want a man at home all the time, want him to be just all with her all the time, just her, 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 her. No. Please go with your friends. (laughs) So I thought about something that you're saying that. 
Okay, and this is where you're right with the point. You said that I don't think we're the kind of people that would have allowed our friends to do that, and that's probably why we're feeling like it wouldn't have happened, but it probably would have. Yeah. So, example, your best friend Mm -hmm. gets her heart broken, Mm -hmm. and she says, I need you. Mm-hmm. And you're literally in the middle of a shift and you're the only person in that store working the shift. And I say that because I worked in retail for so many years. I'm going to be honest with you. I wouldn't leave. I can't leave. It's a job. Yeah. If my mom died in a car accident, they told me to go to the hospital and she was about to die. Oh, I'll get fired. I'm leaving. Like, but like for something like that, my logic comes in of like, I'm calling my boss. Yeah. Hey, I have a situation. Like, can we, is, can somebody come in? But if they say no and I can't leave work, I'm going to have to pause on that. And I know like that's not as serious, but to some people, they expect their best friend to drop everything and be there. Now, yeah. if she's like telling me she's going to like harm herself, <laughs> that's different. But if we're just like, I need you right now. I don't think at the time of my life or even now that I could completely do that. But I feel like there are friends out there. That's kind of what I was getting with this. I feel like there are friends who would do that. And like, I feel like my friends would if I really told them. But I like you said, now that I'm thinking about the situation for myself, I would never make my friends to leave. I I would never ask them to leave their job for me. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't. Even if my parents died and I I was going crazy, I would never ask somebody to leave their job. Or do something else. Like, I just, I guess I I've never expected people to just be I, there for me at any you, moment. Same. But why? Like, why is that? Why do we Why because, do we feel that way? Okay, I'll tell you why. At least from my vo- point of view. And I feel like you can resonate with this yeah. even though, like, you have siblings. I feel like you can resonate with it more. Okay. You're firstborn. I'm firstborn. Technically, I'm only born. But there's, you don't have anybody to really, like, lean on when you're either the only one. Or the first That's one. That's 100% true. Or even the first one. Yeah. Because your sibling's too young to understand. You have to hold it together. You're the one. And especially if there's a large age gap for those That's of you who are more than like three years apart. And not just that. Like, yeah, you might be close with your sibling. But, I mean, you're still the oldest and you're still the one that they look up to. Yeah. So, you want to be a good role model. I would hope, like, most siblings would. You know what I mean? And then as far as me, like, I don't got nobody. Like, yeah. and even if I did, I'd be in the same scenario. So, like, we don't. Makes sense. We don't really. And I'm not saying this is for everybody. I'm saying just for us, too, in general. And I feel like other people can relate, too. But, you know, you don't really have that sense of, oh, I can rely on somebody. You only rely on yourself. If you're, Is it fair for you as a friend, cousin, sister, brother, to expect someone to be there for you all the time if you're not asking for it. Because no. now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, yeah, there's times where I feel like people were not there for me in my life, friends and family. However, did I ever say, I need you to come over here. I need you with me. I need you to be here during this time. I think a lot of us felt guilty to the fact that we just feel like, well, if they were a good friend, they would just be here because they know I'm going through this. And see, my thing is, and is it's not like that. No, you can't set expectations for you somebody can't. because all you're going to set is for them to fail. Yeah. And like some people will do it because that's the kind of in their nature. But I'm going to tell you right now, that's not in my nature. If someone doesn't ask me to come, I'm not, I don't have, I have to force myself consciously to be like, 
I need to reach out again because sometimes I'm just not thinking. It's not that I don't care. I just have so much shit going on that I'm not one of those people that's naturally like always checking in when they know somebody's going through something. I, I'm bad at that and I'm going to own that. Like, but my parents unconditionally I know. check it. Like I talked to my parents almost every day. I think there was like one week I didn't talk to them where it felt like crazy. Like I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And maybe that's codependent with my parents, but not really because I had my own life. But still, like, I think that's why it's like, yeah, I've I've felt resentment. I had resentment with you at one point. We've already yeah. talked about this. I had resentment with other cousins. I had resentment with um, my best friends. Like, I've had resentment with people before, but, like, I don't anymore. But it's one of those things where I look back now and we're having this conversation. Like, yeah, they didn't show up for me when I needed them to. They didn't check in as often as I needed them to when I was going through shit. But realistically, as a friend or a cousin or whatever, your partner, I don't think that's fair if you're not even asking for it. And I'm going to say that now to anybody out there who's feeling the same way. My friends are never there. They knew that I graduated, didn't reach out. They knew that I had a breakup and they didn't even bother to see if I was okay. But they like my pictures on Instagram. Like people are going to argue that's not a good friend. Okay, I can understand that point of view. And maybe I was there at one point as well. But some people need to know that you need them. Some people need Correct. to hear it. And I Correct. feel like that you shouldn't get upset because somebody is like that. You have to understand how people are. And it goes to romantic relationships. Some people don't know how to show their love. And like, in this the way is exactly why I always say communication is key. And that is something yeah. I know for a fact to the T that I have been doing a lot lately. And I fucking hate it so much. But I've been doing it. And it does, like, create a better environment. And I'm here to tell everybody, like, it creates a better environment, 110%. I think the only disclaimer to that is if you're with somebody who's not on the same page as you, they yes. might see that as not a positive environment. Yes. They're going to think it's annoying as fuck oh, that yeah. you're always communicating your oh, emotions. Yeah. But that's a person that's not emotionally mature. Exactly. to have those conversations. Or doesn't understand. They're not in tune with their emotions. Exactly. And to me, that is a person that also... Um, may not be able to take whatever you're saying to them. Um, like, I don't want to say take criticism, but some, like realistically communication, it does have some criticism to it. It does. And, and some people don't like to hear that. Some people don't like to hear like what they're doing wrong or some people don't like to hear that, you know, or they just have something to say back. Like, yeah, they can't just and hear they it. don't like it. And I've been that person, too. So I can mm -hmm. sit here and say that I've improved that. Like, yeah, I've worked on that. And I think that just goes to my tendencies in my head that I'm always actively trying to do my best at everything that I do so when I feel like I'm being criticized it's like oh wait but I really did try hard but as long as I say you know what I'm sorry I I could have done better like yeah. I guess I, I did try my best but I can do something differently next time I think that's where you got to approach certain individuals I think that anybody who's out there who can relate to me on like the perfectionist side you always feel like you do plan things out you do have your life together and like you feel like it's mm -hmm. you do a good job like it's not chaotic right yeah. so then when somebody tells you something you're like well i really did put my all in it okay i'm not saying that you did it because that's how i feel however yeah. there you might need to take a different direction to put your all in it for that exactly. person depending what the certain just like love are. languages like people love differently just correct. like people communicate differently correct and i always feel like it's about more of understanding than trying to be right correct and i say that every time understand how people and even feel. if you don't understand you are still validating what I'm saying and trying to understand. And maybe when you go home, you think about it and you're like, you know what? Okay, I can see how this, like, I still leave a little, like, you know, 
in your head. I do that too. I always replay the conversations and in replay my head. it. And so I feel like that in itself is a good thing. So mm-hmm. that's the end of my rant. Another point I want to touch on that I feel is a little deep, and I think it's one of those therapeutic moments right now mm-hmm. that I kind of realized talking about what we just talked about the last whatever 45 30 minutes um i don't think it's my friends it's never been on my friends to why i don't feel like i've had that oh my god we're so close like like that whole like we are inseparable because me and my best friend from childhood hung out all the time like i said earlier but we weren't inseparable because we had our individuality and i think that's healthy however i think Part of me might be to blame and I would have to speak to my good friend off camera like Mm -hmm. after I release this because I actually want to hear what she thinks from her perspective because honestly, I think she might agree with me and feel the same way. Not just with me, but in her friendships because she has other best friends as well. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been and this is like so hard for me to say and I don't want to get emotional because it's not that serious and that deep, but it is in the moment for me. I don't think I've ever been that raw and vulnerable and completely 110% myself with any of my friends. So I can actually relate to that because I had a friend that I was not 110% myself, but I was pretty dang on close. And I was so myself to the point where I thought she and I, we vibed so well. To later found out, find out that, like, certain things I said or say would, like, hurt her feelings. Like, I'm a big roaster. <laughs> I'm not as much anymore. I've definitely toned it down a lot. I think you, you can. Definitely I, I basically did. went from zero to 100. Like, I just don't even do it half the time. It's um, here and there, but it's It's here and there, but it's minimal. very minimal. I used to do it, like, all the time. That like, was her personality, guys. She was the roaster. Like, I was the roaster. Like, I was the roastest with the mostest. Like, like the fucking turkey we just had, like yesterday was the turks but um she i always felt like she got my humor because she would always laugh and everything or like she would say jabs back to every now and then for all of that to later come up and she got really upset about it over something that i didn't think was a big deal but i could see why it hurt her but at the same time blowing my phone up while i'm at work is just not okay um, so I got irritated at that. And on top of that, obviously, I was dealing with my own shit at home with my partner. Um, and when I was able to finally communicate that and communicate things and I reached out to her and she wasn't reaching out back, she completely shut me out. I don't think. Um, I don't think that was right. I'm just going to say it flat out. I don't think that was right. to. <clears throat> I don't think it's okay and right to just completely shut somebody out. I understand if you're upset and I understand if you're mad, but at least just text and be like, look, I need space right now. I'll reach out to you when I can. Um, or just give me a couple of days and then we can talk because I feel like if you really care about the person, if you really care about the friendship and you want to maintain that friendship, you will talk about it eventually. I mean, I would have. Like, if I really cared about the person, yeah. I think that's what hurt the most because she just didn't. She just didn't care. Do you think she's emotionally mature, though? No. Okay. I can't speak for how she is now, but in that time, no. Because the way that I was communicating was completely different than how she was communicating. She was avoiding. Yep. And then she was 
she was putting the blame on me when in reality I was like, well, how am I supposed to know that hurts your feelings if you don't tell me and you're laughing? And it was roasting. We're not talking about like you actually being mean and she's not communicating. Like this is like these are jokes that like, yeah, I could understand her side from it. But like I said, if you're laughing hardcore with back, I have no problem putting this joke out there. I used to. (laughs) There's a time that and I have a video of it. So there's a time where I was like, oh, girl, your toes is crusty. And if she ever watches this, she knows exactly who she knows. It's her I'm talking about. And she laughed. She goes, oh, my God, stop. And I'm just like, go get your toes done or whatever. And at the time, she had this guy that was paying for her, like, pedicures. And so I was like, have him pay. Like, well, apparently that stuck with her because she ended up throwing it in my face. (laughs) And she said that I made her feel insecure about herself. And her toes. And things like that. And so, like, I can see where some insecurities, you know, when if you're really insecure about yourself, certain things can definitely make you feel some type of way. But at the end of the day... Because people have said it to me, and yeah, it does hurt my feelings. At the end of the day, it's a me problem that I have to get over. And I recognize that. Will I still let the person know that it hurts my feelings? Yes, of course. But she never did. And so instead of doing that, she decided to flip the script, and she decided to basically cut me out. And um, what led to that was me, it was during COVID, and what led to that is I had posted a video and it was of me taking a shot out of a hockey stick, if you guys know what that is. And at the time, her ex was in it. But the video zoomed in on me. And then you hear one of her friends at the time also scream in the background my name and go, ah, like, it was just like a whole vibe. Like, you you saw him for two seconds. It's not like he was talking or in the No, it was me most of the time. And I looked cute and I missed the outdoors. And I said, I miss you guys. I miss our fun times because that day was fun. And she felt some type of way. She got really upset. She wanted me to take it down. Well, I was at work. And I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I was very short and I could be kind of rude. I understand that, which I later addressed. So, and then she was like, well, none of my friends do that to me. Okay. But do what, though? You posted it. was a Snapchat memory, I'm assuming, right? It was, but I posted it on on Instagram. And so, like, my thing is, is kind of just like, you took that situation and you made it bigger than what it was. I understand it made you feel some type of way. I never devalued the way it made you feel. Because I ended up taking it off. I ended up taking it off. Did I say some things that probably I didn't need to say? Yeah, sure. Like, okay, it's off. Are you happy? Like, I said that. Because you were blowing up my phone at work. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Like, I'm sticking people. I feel my phone vibrating constantly. Like, that's not yeah. cool. Over a fucking video. I'm sorry. That's I think that's what got me. It was over a, a video. Honestly, I'm trying to put myself in her shoes. And I've been like through a toxic breakup I've been through people who broke my heart to pieces. And I think the only thing that I could think of that I would have been really upset was if, if this person like was in there was like if he literally like was a fucking like felon, like he murdered someone or he raped me so or he said, fucking like abused so me, like said beat he, my ass. I'd be like, so okay, I don't want to see his so face. So this is the thing. He She said that he was abusive. But did you know that? Um, I knew that he might have said something. He might have been a narcissist, but I didn't know, you like, didn't know like how the extent. extent the freaking uh, quote unquote abuse was. And that's not me diminishing it either. No, I'm saying but quote, it unquote, makes a I difference, know. especially if the video so had nothing to do with that's him. That's my point. If I don't know, I don't saying. know. So you can't fault me for not knowing those things. 
Now, I respected you enough to take down the video. I respected you enough to give you some space, too, because she didn't answer my phone call. I even respected you enough for me to write a whole apology to you to make you feel validated and all these things. And yet still, she had the audacity to say some nasty shit to me. And... My thing is, is you take that little situation and all the other situations that you decided to harbor up, that you decided not to speak on, Mm -hmm. that you decided not to communicate your actual true feelings, but you just played it off and made and laughed about it with me because I wasn't laughing at you. Because at the end of the we were laughing together. So I'm laughing well, you with guys, you. She was a pretty funny person from what I remember. And that's what I'm so saying. So you guys both had that personality. And so that was you, surprising to hear, that's honestly. That's my point. And if you really think about it, that was really one of the few friends I brought around. Like I knew everybody. her very well. That's what I'm saying. We, all, we actually went out to go get drinks like multiple times. And so I have like, videos of her making jokes, too. Like, she was funny. So that's my point. And so, like, to have that happen, and then on top of that, just say those things when you don't even remember when you were at home not being able to leave the house and I was going to work. I would go and stop by the dispensary, get her some weed and take it to her. Like, I would just think about it. I would text her be like, hey, girl, I'm at the dispensary. You need something? Because I knew that her You parents, are one of those people. I am. Actually, my friends are as well. I'm just saying I'm probably the least out of that. And it's not because I don't love you guys. It's honestly because I just. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think you about others like I that. Know, like, I, I think about that. And, like, I would drop it off. Or, like, I would go to her house. And even though she, I couldn't go inside, she'd be outside my car. I'd be in my car. We would talk just to have that interaction. So, for you to tell me that I don't give a fuck about you and your feelings. For you to tell me that I'm a bad friend. I'm sorry. Like, I know a lot of friends don't really do that either. And they literally would never. Okay. And they w- and they wouldn't. And, and I feel like in that point in time, they would not hold themselves accountable the way that I did. Because I the messages I, I had were long. Well, shit, dude. Okay. So, like, what happened to me? That, like, all, like, my people around me are, like, talking to the person that I liked that I was upset. And, like, all this drama happened. And, like... That she would have had a field day with that. Oh, yeah. It seems like because if she's reacting about a video, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, I'm gonna be real with you hearing that right now makes me kind of like think it was something more deeper than that. That she didn't want to be honest with you because clearly she didn't know how to communicate her feelings or something that I, I experienced with uh, two other friends later last year, which yeah. one of the friends is men- amended and the other one is non-existent anymore. Um, Somebody told her something that you said and she didn't want to confront you about it. And it she was done with you because that would the only thing for someone to drop you that quick over something so small which to me like not diminishing but to have a whole many years like all these years of friendship and they went through like a lot it wasn't just like oh oh, we're going out to the club like it was deeper than that to throw that all away based on a snap well it was a snapchat memory you put on instagram of you taking a shot with him happening to walk by in the background. It was during COVID when nobody could go outside. And I said, I literally miss outside. And I miss you girls. That's literally what she said. And on top of that, she, the girl. I would not the have other been mad girl, at all. Also, the other girl that was in the video, she ended up cutting her off too because she reposted it. So she got mad that she reposted the video as but well. But she ended up deleting it. That's and she honestly. And she cut her off. Really but it's okay. Sad. Because at the end mm. of the day, I will say this. Me and that girl that are on the video, she and I were friends now. Uh, we're actually pretty I, I would like to say that we're close um, we talked to each other you know she got a man now so she a little occupied and busy but um, we're there for each other and I would hope that she knows that I got her back I know that if I needed her she got mine um, 
and th- yeah, that's just what it is. And it's crazy because it, it sucks because that person that I did lose as a friend, you know, I was really myself. I called her for a lot of things. I She called me for a lot of things. And I discussed a lot of shit that I didn't even discuss with you at that time. Exactly. So, so clearly it, it was a close enough relationship. Yeah. <laughs> so it is what it is, though. And, you know, I hope she's doing well. But I really do hope that she uh, looks at things from a different lens for sure. But who knows? She may not. And that's the thing that we have to know and be okay with, too. I am working on being, number one, more honest about my emotions to become a better friend. But I also am working on being comfortable with being myself. And even, like, Dre and I have talked about, like, there's been times where, like, I have not been myself around her. And I realize it's nothing to do with anybody else. It's myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like sometimes I can feel like I'm going to be judged with certain individuals in my life, but it's not even about that. That's why I can't be myself. It's more like an internal problem that I can't show my full vulnerable self. But I don't think that's just you. I, I feel honestly like think that's everyone. A lot. Yeah. A lot of people. I would say a lot. I, I think there's say some people lo- who are just, they don't give a fuck. Even They're then. Goofy, they Oh, yeah, but, then but even then, they side. have that serious side that they, they don't, don't show. show. You're so true. I really You're right. do think it's everybody because I know people that are like calm, cool, and collected, and they cool and they funny here and there. But then around other people, they're funny as fuck. And I think so that's it's where like I have different perceptions of like who I am when I'm with my different friends, and I, I think don't I don't think like that's bad. I don't think it is, but I I would like to try be to be consistent with who and I, I am. That. Because I feel like with certain friends, I'm more goofy. Certain friends, I act more like, not like a badass bitch, but just I have like that energy, that masculine energy. And then there's other friends where like, I just feel like, but I feel like I that's can't normal. show like my, I, need, I know I want, like I want a boy right but now or I something. Like I'm embarrassed. I'm not going to lie though. I feel like that's normal though. And you know, people may say it's not, people may say, well, okay whatever like shut up um my thing is is that like you're around different people and different characters and different characteristics and different energy so naturally you are gonna be different with different people that's That's like me being the same at the workplace yeah but that's work i agree with you i'm not the same at work it is work but like if you're saying oh i'm trying to be more like you know consistent in all aspects like you would you would have to be like that at work too i guess i just don't want to be embarrassed about my feelings i think that's more i think that's what it is i don't think it's really who you are as a person it's more about my vulnerable side of like i don't really show that to i i've shown that to only really one of my friends and that's the one i've known my entire life Mm -hmm. and she's seen the side of me that i'm like this is how i'm feeling and i know it's not okay and i am embarrassed that i feel this way just like when I told you certain things that I was mm-hmm. feeling, I'm like, I'm so embarrassed to tell you this, but I like, I miss him or like just things that it's embarrassing. I feel like I can't do that with all my friends. Like yeah. now that they're judging me, but I just don't feel like I get that. Um, Like they don't understand or maybe like they don't, we haven't built that emotional vulnerability with each other yet. And I, but I want to do that. That's kind of what I'm saying right now, but I think you are right. Like it's normal. And I think that other people are going to be able to understand what I'm saying. Like, 
it feels like you want to be but then they're gonna understand where you're coming from because it's true like you can't really be the same person no. with everybody sometimes you have friends that you just go out with sometimes you have friends that are, you're on a deeper level with sometimes you have friends that you're you're that friend that comes into the group once in a while but you're, they're still your friends because you've hung out with and them you for care so about long, them and you care about them and you've known them for so long like i think having different groups are, are is normal some people think that how people adapt to different situations is quote unquote fake i don't think so i think that's a, a life skill i think that's a skill that not everybody can perfect and have but yeah. some people will view it as fake and i don't think so i think as you've been put in situations that make you have to adapt to your environment or put a guard up or let a guard gu- down exactly and i'm sorry but in this world you can't trust everybody you can still be yourself and you can still have that same character, but you can't trust everybody. I feel like I have the same character. People may people may say, no, I don't. I feel like I do. And this is why I say I do, because I'm still going to be nice. I'm still going to be loving and I'm still going to be caring. I'm still going to freaking clean your house when I don't fucking know you at a fucking party. I do that everywhere. Yeah, that's in my character. I'm not going to change that. And that's just that's just like an example. But am I going to trust you? Maybe not because I don't know you. Am I going to, you know, I'm still going to be open if you ask me questions. Yeah, for sure. I have nothing mm-hmm. to hide. But I'm also not going to give you details about my life. Or like, am I still going to be funny? Sure. But I may not be as funny as I would be around like the group that we're always with, you know. And so things like that. I'm still myself and I still have my character intact. But it's just. How far do I go with that? So I think they all know who I am and I do share a lot of everything going on in my life <laughs> and the truth with them. I think it's more of like just you being vulnerable. I'm girl. embarrassed to just be like my silly, goofy, like or like if I really am like I love I hard, like they don't see that. They see the I side know. of me that's like I don't give a fuck and I shouldn't be doing that if that's somebody that's like my good or best friend. I like, understand that. So that's what I guess I don't like about myself that mm-hmm. I would want to change in those friendships to start being more but, myself. But maybe I need to like have that conversation and like, hey, but, like, I feel like I'm not myself with you and I don't want you to take that the wrong way because it's nothing that, that you do. But maybe yeah. like it's because sometimes I feel like you are going to judge me or you are like going to make fun of me. Fear. I think that's everyone's fear because I feel I feel judged a lot. Yeah. It's interesting topic to talk about. Yeah. All right. <laughs> are we going to go into our advice segment now? We are out with the old. In with the new. My voice is almost gone. I need a sneeze so bad. Snow. Snow bad. <laughs> okay, we're back. Um, I don't have my phone, so can you check our DMs? Okay. I literally dropped it and I didn't want to get off this bed. It's okay. I'm also starving. So... A couple things here. Ooh, we actually have three. Oh my god, hold on. <laughs> so sorry. I'm dead. Not the ASMR. ASMR. ASMR that they wanted. Sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Are you though? I'm not. Are you really? I'm not sorry. Okay. This is the real vulnerable stuff. Oh, okay. Okay, so. It's from a guy, and it was actually on my DMs, and let me see, where is it at? He's over here trying to, like, talk to me. It's annoying, to be honest. I'm sorry. Fan, stop trying to talk to us. I'm just kidding. It's not even Says that. Says Oh, not, not like that. No, he's not even a fan. 
Oh, cancel. It's just, it's just somebody that was trying to get to know me. Okay. So I think a good topic for you to be talking on your podcast would be, how do you know if you're wasting your time with somebody? Because I'm sick and tired of wasting mine. I don't want to play games, and I'm really trying to settle down. I really want to take you seriously. <laughs> But again, I just don't want to waste my time. So what do I do? I really leave. Wanna, I really want to prove it to you too. Oops. I really want to prove it to you too. Okay, take that part out. We don't care about that. We need the other part. So how do we know if they're wasting their time? Old me would say they don't want to be in a relationship with you. It's just simple. Oh my God. But new me, there's more to it, guys. Because they might want to be in a relationship with you, but they're still going to waste your fucking time. Mm. Are they building with you? Are they making plans with you? Are they trying to imagine a future with you? Are you included in those future plans? Hey, where do you want to live? Like, if we're going to move out together, do you see yourself moving to a new city? How would you raise your children? How many kids do you want to have? Well, what happens if our child has special needs? These deep conversations tells you that somebody wants to grow with you and wants to spend their life with you possibly or at least is thinking about it. So I would say that person's not wasting your time. If they never talk about deep shit and it's surface level bullshit, even if you do got a little title on it and a picture on your Instagram, Avi, fuck no, they're wasting your motherfucking time. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Because I'm tired. So old me would just say... uh yeah, because you made me think about stuff, and I'm just like, fucking shit, fucking a. You can go on for hours on this topic. That was a bad question. <sighs> it was. Sorry, I'm but it's- sorry, but. <sighs> so old me would just be like, you know, just leave. Like, obviously, they're not into you. They're not into you. Like, just go. New no, me. like, well, how do you know they're wasting their time? Because they don't want to be with you? Because they're not, like, trying. Trying, okay. Um, new me is kind of like. Uh, I'm kind of on the same fence, but, like, to kind of go back to what you said, I do agree with that in some way. Okay. And the reason why I say some way is because I've had somebody ask me those questions, but, like, they also just don't want to be in a relationship. So what is the point of asking? That's still wasting my time. Well, I agree. That's why I said they have to also want... Oh, I guess I forgot to add that part. Yeah. They got to want to be with you still. There you go. I was, I meant, That's the major so key. So I meant like it, the, the circumstance I was telling you is not in general. They have to want to be with you. Oh, that yeah. was if they're in a relationship, people could still waste their that time. That is true. If you're in a relationship... Well, we've that all been true. there for those of us who have failed relationships. Especially if they were toxic. They wasted our fucking time. Yeah. So I think that's a big key there is like make sure that the feeling is mutual. <laughs> and if Plans. it's not, leave leave and it's easier said than done <laughs> but leave i would say too just not to like get deep or anything but okay. i feel like when you have an like okay when you're younger it's different you're in love you don't talk about deep shit you, you don't just, everything's you just, just like go you just go but i feel like when you're older if you might be in a happy relationship with somebody but i think you can do that and still also never talk about that kind of stuff and plan a life it's more surface yeah. level like love like you have a lot in common it's just like little like interactions that's but i don't know how people live like that like i can't either i'm very um i'm a very passionate person and i'm very um well when i love i love and i love very hard and i like i love so hard to the point where you gotta like pull me out sometimes okay but that's that can happen and still have not surface level that's what i'm saying so what do you what do you define that though i've not had that surface level oh 
No, no, what I'm saying is like, what you're saying is that's fine, loving hard, but I feel like people can still have those relationships and still not, they could still waste somebody's time because they love hard, but it's yeah. nothing else. So for me, the key indicator is, are you planning to a grow. life, yeah. planning to grow, actually making plans for the future? Or are you guys living in the moment, super in love, doing all these things for each other, but that's all you do? I've heard of couples who are together for three years. Everything's great. They travel. They do all these fun things, but they don't even have a plan. That's wasting your time in the moment. I'm sorry. Ooh, four Christmases. We always watch it every year. That's what happened. Remember, they were together doing all these things together. But what was the end goal? They never talked about marriage. They yeah. didn't talk about what was the goal. They didn't make future plans together. And then when somebody finally was like, I want this, it didn't work out. That's a fucking waste of time. So, yes, you can love hard and do all this shit. But if it's just that and it's just about feelings and it's not about being realistic of what you want to do. Like it's those couples that literally are like in college and they're in love in college. They go to the same college. But guess what? Their hometowns are far away. Did you guys even talk about what the plan is after? Are you guys yeah. moving to the same state? Yeah. Oh, well, we don't want to talk about that right now because that's later. Yeah. That's a waste of your fucking time. And I had two friends that did that. Um, and I don't think they listen, but I love them to death. They're not together. They could not. They have arranged marriages in the culture. They would have not I been remember. able to be together. They were together for two years in love, living in the moment, loved each other so much. I like I love their relationship. But when I remember I sat her down, and I was like, she's like, I can't be with him. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? And she explained it. And I'm like, why are you with him? She's like, I'm happy. I'm not saying that that wasn't the right thing for her experience in her life. But to hmm. me, that is a definition of a waste of time. It is a waste of time. And maybe in college, that's okay because you're early 20s, you're 18 out of high school. But I'm saying now for the, I think this guy was older that asked for that advice. Yeah. If someone doesn't want to build a future and plan a life with you, they're going to waste your time. And I'm not saying talking about it on the first month, but if you're not talking about it by month six, we got issues. That's wasting your time. Doesn't mean that they're a bad person. Doesn't mean they don't care about you and they don't love you, but they're going to waste your time. Not always, but most, I feel like most of the time. We're, we're, we're done wasting time here. We got eggs rotting, like we always say. That's TikTok, all I gotta say. TikTok, bitch. TikTok. I don't know why I did this, but it's kind of <laughs> like a little... clock, a little ding, ding, ding. Okay, okay anyways. What is this, though? I was trying to do, like, the hand going around in a circle on the clock. Sorry. Anyways. Okay. okay, I'm done. My ass is killing me, as you guys keep seeing. I keep adjusting right now, and I'm ready to close out. So you can literally, definitely, please, 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 please... Poor favor. I'm not going to do my Spanish accent right now. Por favor. Por favor. Okay. <clears throat> Gross. Anyways, can you please subscribe to our YouTube channel? Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Rate us five stars. Comment, like, share. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Flings and Things Official with an N. I'm at Moni.Montenegro. And I'm Adria.Monte. And you can definitely catch us on the flip side. Not outside though. I not was, outside. I was gonna say I'm catch inside. us indoors, but I'm not I gonna lie. I'm inside. I'm. She is inside now. Thank God. Inside. Sorry. I've been inside. Hey, it saves on, you money. And that's another thing. I've been, I've been inside on my own. True. True. Growth, guys. Okay, guys. We'll see you next time, and hopefully, we'll be in bed with you. Oh. No, not literally. I meant like they're gonna be watching this while they're in bed, and oh. we're in bed with them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Oh.